What's up, babes? It's a glorious morning, a day that we will never see again in this lifetime. So let's take the time to enjoy life while we can. I'm your girl, Neek Austin, and this is Cobro is a Crush. To another episode of Coro is a Crush. I'm Nick Austin, the CEO and founder of Coro, a home-based beauty, wellness, and design shop providing premium, high-quality press-on nails, beauty accessories, and home decor that we know you'll fall in love with. All while providing a community for self-care lovers, beauty mavens, and small business owners to live life on their terms through fashion, beauty, and faith. Today is part two of our topic. I'm different. And that's a beautiful thing. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, you need to check that one out first before you listen to this, as it will all make sense to you. So here's part two of I'm Different and That's a Beautiful Thing with my guest host, Brayden Holden from I'm Different, LLC. All right. um, My next question for you is this. How has being different helped you in life? Because a lot of people think that when you become something, you have changed from being the old person. So how has being different helped you become a better person in life? Because it does help sometimes. Um, it, It's helped me because uh, it's opened up so many doors. Uh, I can say that it, it has given me so many opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, and God is, God is so amazing uh, of how he orchestrated that whole thing to be. When it came to my life, man, I, um, it's like, I think... I lost my uh, I lost my dad whenever I was 11 years old. So after that time, you know, it was a hard time for me um, during that time, 2012. Um, and so, and then too, growing up in school, you know, I was always bullied. You know, like I said earlier, everything that everybody else tried to do, it didn't work for me. Uh, I'm a particular person that do not drink or smoke. Uh, and so, for it sets me apart from like a lot of people. But at the same time, too, you know, when people understand the reasoning behind of why I think and how I think, uh, it, it, it's better understood that way, if that makes sense. And so, um, it has opened up so many doors to being different. You know, I, I can't, I, I, I mean, one story that comes to mind is, like, me, I was, I was working, I was working in Walmart. Who ain't I promise it because the service I'm working. Who ain't never worked at Walmart? I worked in Walmart too. I'm okay. Right. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, customer service list was the first one. I was the first person to say, hey, how you know what the Walmart is? What's the door? And, man, well, I was working at Walmart. And, uh, this lady, like, I'm, you know, I'm the same way, you know, since the beginning. And she, and she just told me, she was like, man, like, something is very different. And I had to hear it from other people too, because I'm like, I'm just like a regular person, all this stuff, you know, I never really, you know, thought of myself as being different and being like, you know, unique in any type of way. I never knew that I carried such a great weight when it comes to people and all that good stuff. So, um, she told me, she was, and it stuck, and it stuck. Um, she was like, man, she came to customer, she was, she was going past customer service, and she backed up, and she looked, and she said, um, she came up and she said, um, oh, 
going through now man and I was going through a lot during that time. Right. Um, stuff that you're going through now man like she said that it's like God has you so set up like you don't have to worry about nothing at all. Like anything that you ask him like he's going to give it to you because it's you. Not anybody else and nobody has their privilege. He's going to give it to you because it's you and you're asking and it's coming from a genuine place. And I was like wow. And so then me I said okay God after that whole conversation, I had to I put in my worship. And every time I worked up the service, I always had my AirPods and all of that in my little tables. But I was always listening to um to worship music because you know if I didn't listen to worship music and stuff, the people gonna drive me crazy. I was gonna be cussing and stuff. Right. So I had my worship music on and stuff like that. And um I had I don't know, God was just speaking to me in that moment, and I was like, man, that is so crazy of how. Other people see stuff in you that you don't see in yourself. Because it took me a while to even embrace it. Right. It took me a while to be able to uh, notice that a lot of things don't work for me like it works for everybody else. I can't just go out and do everything that everybody else is doing because it doesn't do it doesn't do the same justice for me. And so, um, and it opened doors because even after I left uh, Walmart, I ended up working in my field of study. That's kind of unheard of for you to be get your associate degree and work in your field. I have associates in IT that I'm working in my field, and they hired me 20 years old. What are you supposed to start with the job since I was 21 years old? And it was amazing of how all this stuff gets and um, it was, I don't know, it's just like a different grace and mercy that's over my life that I know about. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why I say it opens so many doors. And even when it comes to meeting different people, I'm able to network easily because I'm up to having a simple conversation, like I'm having a simple conversation with you, and all of a sudden I'm up to meeting the CEO or something. You know and it's know. like God places me in these different these different places for a reason and then all of a sudden these people I'm coming in the store and you know me and it's like oh wow how you doing and I don't remember your name none of this stuff and all of a sudden it's like hey friend how you doing and I'm like hey how you doing and all that other stuff but it has opened so many doors for me being like being able to be different and now I'm just trying to make sure that because I'm I'm what God called me to be I wouldn't be anybody else other than me and I'm so proud of me at the end of the day because the stuff I had to go through growing up and being bullied and all that stuff, man, you know, because I'm not like a typical guy that likes like football and all that stuff. Me, I was a part of it. I love music. I love singing. I love uh, the acting part of it. I love all that other stuff. 
I wasn't into sports. My daddy was a sports person. And the crazy thing is, my daddy was a mechanic, um, which ties us both together. Because my daddy is a mechanic, was a mechanic, and I work on computers. So it was kind of, it was, it's kind of odd how it tied together in that way. But yeah, it was, it was a beautiful thing for me to find that out and, and have a revelation there. But I just found that I really noticed it, and I sat down and thought about it. I think last year. And they just brought me to tears. And when you said June 4th, um, that's the day my dad passed away, uh, 2012. And so uh, when you said June 4th, I was like, she come through. And that's the same day as my great-grandmother's birthday, because she was, what, 97? Um, so, yeah, man, like being different for me has opened up so many doors. It's, I, I, and that's why I inspire people to be what, what their creator created to be, because, you know, everybody's not Christian. Everybody does not believe in the same God that we believe in. Um, so it's, yeah, I, I embrace, I tell people to be what their creator creates to be, despite society's expectations. Despite what people tell you to do, despite what the church tells you to do, despite what your mama might tell you to do, all this stuff. Be what, be what your creator created you to be. Don't be what everybody else do. You know, do your own thing and make sure that you are lined up to what your creator told you to do. So, man, it has opened up so many doors for me. It really has. I agree wholeheartedly. There's nothing. There's nothing like trying to figure out who you are and you can't figure it out because so many people are in your ears, they in your head, they in your way, and you can't see through. So I always, always tell people once you come out from the tunnel, once you come out the tunnel, because you're going to go through a tunnel. Once oh, you, yeah. If you see the light at the end of the tunnel, that's when you will be given anything and everything that you ask for, depending on who you serve, because everybody serves somebody differently. And I told them, you be fine. I tell my children that all the time. Don't allow me or your daddy to influence you to be something that you don't want to be. I'd rather for you to be who you are supposed to be, who God made you out to be, and who God wants you to be in the serving of others. That's where that's where it matters the most. So I always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, even love my computers, because I, I am a geek. But at the same time, I love to help people, and I knew that doing it through fashion and beauty and faith would be the thing for me and being an entrepreneur would be for me because working on the people don't work for me and it's not that I don't like to listen to people I don't mind listening to people but my problem is people stealing my ideas and taking them as their own you cannot shine off of my own yeah my son was born he was born a sickly kid so I also had to deal with supervisors getting upset because I may have to leave early because my son is attack or he has to go into the hospital or he's gonna be there a couple of days and um i had one job to make me choose whether or not i wanted to work or whether or not i wanted to be with my son and after i finished cussing them out they hung up in my ear and i haven't been happy since so then your son has asthma yes yes i do this way i have wrong your asthma okay so his is um life threatening that's how bad it is he has yeah. hospitalized nine times incubated twice and so I, I thank God because even though he still has asthma, he does asthma shots. And all the shots have been, been helping him out a whole lot now that he's getting older. Yeah. So when he was younger, we would be in the hospital for days. And he would always hit that picky. It got so bad that the people on the floor knew who he was when he came through the door. They had a comfort wall and everything. That's how bad it was. They even had our own room that we always went in no matter what. That was the room that we always went in. Never went in any other room. We have been in every 
room in Pigview, but there was always that one special room they always wanted to put us in. And so eventually we stayed in that room a lot and we always had the same nurse, same nurse constantly. So it, it, I would say that it was a rough time for my son, but I always tell people, and I tell my husband, that my son, he's not in this world and he's a man because there's something about my son that so many people love sparks uh, I can honestly say this God definitely definitely has his hand on my son yeah um, my son has experienced so many things mm. and with him being 15 years old he is always happy and yeah. always tell him don't be ashamed of your disability um, kids know that you are autistic they love you anyway yeah they don't care then it's okay because yeah. you're your own person anyway. So I always tell them embrace your autism because God made you in his image. I said, let me yeah. tell you something. The people in the old testament that God showed favor to were special needs. And so when I tell him that, it gives him a reassurance that he feels that God loves him more. And I said, yeah. well, God loves his people more. He loves he loves the elderly, he loves the babies, and he loves special needs people. And that's how it always is. And I said, you can actually go to the word and quote me on that because it's in there. I said, so with you being autistic, that means that God put a little bit more special emphasis on you that yeah. he can always watch over you and protect you no matter what. And every single time my son has been through something, whether it was a car accident or his asthma, trying to take him out, God always had his hand on him. So I always tell him, you know, you are not of this world. And I said, I, I always tell people, yeah, I birthed God's baby. It's not Jesus, but I did birth him. <laughs> it ain't Jesus, but I did birth him. Right. I just know that there's always something. I've always knew that there was something special about my son. And so yeah. I'm always grateful. Always been great. It's it's crazy how you say that too because I relate to that. Um, and like after my dad passed away, I felt like um, God just I, God just placed His hands all, all over me during right. uh, all over that time. Like after that time, man, it was like all the stuff I, I went through a lot of stuff after that too. But at the same time too, God still had me. You know what I'm saying? Like God still had His hands on me right. the entire time, and I didn't see it at the time, but now. Like realizing it was like, man, like okay, yeah. guys, like I appreciate it. I okay. appreciate the stuff I had to go through. I appreciate, you know, me having to, you know, all the so I know and then that's when you said asthma. I know wholeheartedly about asthma, Lord. You get a you get it. My my allergies act up today or tomorrow. It's, yep. it's I'm I'm five six two probably nine on one to come and be here. You know what I'm saying? And so, um and it has gotten way better over the years. Oh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm five seconds. And even then, too, when I caught COVID-19, when I, I'm grateful that my symptoms were not as bad as others, grateful that I'm not the one that had to be uh, viewed or uh, anything like that. I'm able to still talk to you today. Um, but when I tell you, COVID, man, me catching COVID, mm-hmm. everybody was calling me. Great, right, no, you okay? You know, all it is, they were taking people like me out, like for real. Yes. It was COVID yes. was taking people like me out because uh, it was it was messing with the breathing. Yes. I already got issues with my uh, with my breathing. It's messing with my breathing. Right. So I'm, I was just grateful that my COVID was my COVID came from a result of me praying. And I tell people that all the time. I 
say, God, I need me a break. I need some rest. I'm tired. Lord, I'm mercy. I'm tired of doing all this stuff. But you, you know, know I'm tired of coming up here, making it for these people. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm ready to go, you know. And uh-uh. all of a sudden, God just fixed that mother to a way where he uh-uh. just wrapped it up in COVID-19. Uh-uh. He sent it my way. Uh-uh. And then all of a sudden, I had them. I had COVID-19 for three days. And I can't do that. You know what? Three days. And you know I was off the but you know what they say? You gotta be more, a little bit more specific in your prayers because God is gonna give you exactly what you ask for. Right? <laughs> when I, did, I was, I was, I was, I was out for three. I was COVID three days, and I'm giving you a little bit more specific. Break. <laughs> I had a fourteen day break. I said, God, like you didn't have to send me COVID nineteen, but He was like, you was only sick for three days, so hey. <laughs> and you had to re- you had three, sick three days, and fourteen. Uh-huh. The fact that you asked God for a break, but you didn't tell him how you wanted that break. Right. You should have told him, however, comma, how you wanted that break. You got to be a little bit more specific in your prayers because God is only going to give you exactly what you asked for, word for word. You tell him I want a break, he going to give you a break. Uh, and I said, I want a break. He, he, he gave me yeah, a break, right. too. He said, he said, the COVID-19, I said, I went to the hospital and the lady was like, oh, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to start you on your antibiotics right now because I don't think that you're going to have, I don't think you really have it. And my dad, baby, got to the test, baby, baby, said, Pilot. I was taking the antibiotics already. Praise thing is, the third day came, taste, all this stuff came back. My mama was sick, calling me from my Y'all make sure y'all break the break. You got COVID, all this stuff. Child up there, they called me. Hey, Brent, how you doing? Oh, hey, Brent, how you doing? Right. Yeah. Oh, okay, how you doing? You doing all right? How your mama been doing? You know? Oh, how how such such doing? That's like, Brent, right. you sound sick. I know, baby. I'm not. I just asked God for a break and he just gave me one. Right. I just asked him for a break. He gave me COVID 19. You know, I was oh, okay. I went to my doctor too the third day. He was like, oh, oh, you have COVID, but you can go back to work tomorrow. I said, back to work this. Write that piece of paper down there so I can be off with them two weeks. Listen. And I got paid way more while I was off the COVID 19 than I was in here. So listen. That's what they were doing for people that were sick anyway with COVID because it's such Correct. a pandemic that took out the whole entire world. But I thank God, COVID, Lord, let me knock on this wood now, Jesus. COVID, <laughs> I touched my son and I praise God that we have kept him away from people because my daughter caught it two shots. She caught COVID. Woo! Because I keep the, you know, you, you know, you tell your children, don't go around your family if they have COVID and they don't listen. So what she did was she went around her family twice and caught it from them twice. And luckily I didn't catch it from her because I took care of her. And my son, he, you know, he likes to be in his own world anyway. So he stayed inside his little bubble, but he has never caught, um, never caught COVID. Thank you, Lord. Um, and it's been going on for what over two, almost three years. But he yeah, never that's a And I, I thank God every day, even when you go to school. But he's the type of person. Uh, it, it took him a long time to learn how not to be in people's space, and because he is secretive and like to stay to himself, that's the way. That's the reason why he has a party yet, because he stays to himself. He has his gloves on. He has his mask on. He don't care where he at. He got it on. <laughs> So I always tell them, wash your hands, wash people.
when they sneeze, if they sneeze, put your ear up so you know what direction is coming in. If they call things, do the same thing. Just yeah. observe. That's all it is. Be observant and obedient, and you'll be fine. You're right about it. Observant and obedient. So, and you'll be all right. All right, so my next question for you is this. What is the most important lesson you've learned from your life experience? I don't know if I asked you that or what not. If I have, I don't think I I like it. Okay, so what is the most important lesson you've learned from your life experience? Ooh. Ooh, that's a good question. Jeez, <laughs> heavy here. Um, the most valuable lesson that I've learned. Wow, man, it's to be to be true to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, to be true to myself and make my own decisions. Okay. And how you said in the beginning, how um, uh, pleasing things. I had this, I had this pleasing demon on me for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and I was wishing that a prophet would call it out. You know, like get out of it. You know what I'm saying? I was, I, but I had that on me so strong. Um. Now growing up, or now learning, uh, as I'm still maturing and I'm still going through the motions and I still have mistakes to be made and all that stuff. Um, my life lessons, man, taught me to yeah, be true to myself at the end of the day. Don't compromise for anybody else. You know, be true to myself. Um, if if something doesn't make you comfortable, if something doesn't make you uh, feel balanced in any type of way, um, or it disrupts your peace, right? I'll deal with that. You don't have to compromise yourself in order for you, for, for you to, and that's what I would tell my younger self. Don't compromise yourself in order for you to please other people. Do what you do, what you need to do for yourself. That's right. That's right. You know, do what do what do what's gonna make you happy. You don't have to be, you don't have to sit there and compromise yourself all because of how other people gonna feel about you at, at the end of what you say. You know, all this stuff they gonna feel about you the same way after you said it, the day way or night. So nope. you know. It doesn't matter. That's the biggest lesson that I've learned. That's, that's the biggest lesson I've learned. Okay. All right. So, with that being your biggest lesson, what is your most memorable failure? Mm-hmm. Your most memorable failure. Because everybody has gone through a point in their lives where they have experienced failure. And I always teach my people embrace failure and take it as a life lesson. Mm. They will be your most memorable failure. Yeah, I embrace failure. It took me a long time, but I embrace it. I would say, man, um, this, oh, this, this is perfect because, um, now, yeah, this is perfect. So, now, okay, so, full-time student, right? Uh-huh. Um, I'm working in my field. Uh, when it comes to financial aid and all that stuff, I should say, uh, well, when it comes to school in general, me being in college and all that stuff too, I've, I've never failed no classes. No, well, I've never, to this point, to me being in college and all that stuff, I was the one that was like, oh no, child, I don't no classes, I got grades, all that stuff. But my biggest study was whenever I had, man, I had to sit out this semester. Because of uh, like the school not processing paperwork and I have to put in extra paperwork and they refuse it and all that stuff. That was my biggest thing because I was at a low point in my life where I'm like, bruh, are you serious? And you really thought it was your fault? Yeah, and I'm thinking it's my fault. And, all this. and then it's like when well, you're working in your field because they're yeah. saying you're making too much money. 
not but you're doing your paperwork and all for you to be able to still be able to go to school and all that stuff and they still deny you no matter if you have all your documentation all that stuff and so for me when i don't meet the, the personal goals for the year yeah that's what is like it for me because I, I have i'm set up to the way where i have my life which is not supposed to be on a on a timeline <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, in 2020, I know by the time, in five years, or in 2020, five years from now, I wanted to have like a house. I want to have, you know, the car I want to drive, you know, working the job that I want to work, all that stuff. And it's like, it's year 22, and I got three more years until I get to there. Okay, God, I don't know if I'm going to get to that point or not, but that is the vision for 2025. You know what I'm saying? But um, I'll say whenever that happens, I said that was that was the biggest failure in my life. I mean that was the biggest failure I should say. Um but I had to embrace it because I had to give myself grace. Because even though I did not do this semester, my auntie had to remind me and my best friend had to remind me too. They were like, dude, you have your social degree in IT already. A lot of people can't say that. Your name is attached to a degree. Um you have a business, you're starting your business at the time I was starting my business. Um, and I had ended up officially launching October 7th. Um, and it was like, you starting your business, um, and you are 22. Right. And at the time, I'm 21, but you're 22. You starting your business. A lot of people that's 22 years old can't say that they have a business or anything like this. A lot of people that's 22 years old can't say that they work in their, uh, in their professional field that they go to school for. Right. A lot of people can't say that. So I had to give myself grace. And so that's how I was able to embrace it. And was, okay, God, you just... It wasn't a failure. You just re- you just caused my mind and my brain to recall mm-hmm. and go even harder when it's time for me to come back to school right. and go even harder when it comes to uh, making sure that paperwork and all this stuff is all taken care of. And so yeah, that and that recently happened. So I'm glad you asked that question because when I tell you it was, whoo, child. People ask me, I'm like, Lord Jesus, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, child. I don't know. But yeah, I can say that was that was that was one one low point. Um, one low point. And I've had even whenever I moved out at nineteen, and me and my mom was going through a lot of stuff uh, during that time. Um, God just had me set up in so, such a way, man, that it just ended up pushing me forward instead of pushing me back. So uh, I can say, yeah, that's my that's my best interest. Okay. All right. All right. Now, if you had the chance to start over, what would you have done differently? Or what would you do differently? Start over in what? If you had the choice to start over, let's say, in your business. I mean, even though you're in the beginning, everything goes through that period where, oh, I wish I'd have done that before I did this, or better yet, even as you becoming different, you know, and um, finding out who you really are, who you meant to be. What would you do differently that uh, you wish you'd have known about it ahead of time? That way you could avoid it, certain things. Right, I get you on that. Okay, in business, I definitely have a, I definitely have an answer to that. In life, I don't only because I feel like the, the decisions that I have to make and stuff like that, it was God intervening for it to happen that way. Right. So I wouldn't start over. Uh, I wouldn't start over because I wouldn't be in the same position I am right now. If okay. that makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, business. I would have connected myself with, I would have started networking and connected myself with the people early on so I could ask the necessary questions before I started spending unnecessary money. Got you, yep. That makes sense? That's so, 
So um, I would I would have done that. I would have done that very differently. I would have been I would have um, connected myself and been surrounded by people who could um, push me to that point instead of waiting so long um, in order for me to get to that point. Because once I was surrounded by those people, that's whenever the clockwork was like, okay, let's it's on go now. Because now I know. You know what I'm saying? And now I know how it is. But I think I would have definitely um, started a little bit so I wouldn't have to spend unnecessary money and invest into a business that, well, invest into my business when I when I really didn't have to spend all that money. Because back when I tell you, I spent some money. You understand? I spent some, I spent some money. It don't even make sense of how I spent money. They talking about the fireball. Listen, you would have been able to cash those numbers in with me because that's, I spent some money. <laughs> you would have been able to cash in your number for me, listen, because I spent me some money. And it was just like money going places and stuff that I ended up buying from this. I ain't even used it. So it's like, yeah. It's just sitting here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I would definitely start going. I would get there. Okay. All right. All right. Now, what does your business mean to you? And you may have already answered this question, but I realized that this is a question that was going to be asked. I did answer that question. Uh, I did low-key did. Uh, in my, in my, so, what, what happened on different things to me um, is being a project yourself, man, no matter what people tell you to do. Um, you know, I tell people all the time, uh, the main reason why I said living good brand um, is because God created us all to be alike in itself. And when God created us, um, God created us uh, from a blueprint. You know, we all have a blueprint. Our blueprint just has a heartbeat. Right. Everything that we have, everything that we're under, the building that you're in, the building that I am in currently, had a blueprint before it got started. That's right. The the thing, the difference between the building uh, and you are, you have a heartbeat. You're able to move around. You're able to inspire and empower and do all the other stuff. You know, because you have a heartbeat, you have movable limbs, you have blood running through your veins. So that's the difference between your your blueprint and the building. The building is just sitting there, stationary. It has a designated address. It's not going anywhere until you tear it down and like I can't be in this building anymore. So that's the difference. So imagine if. So just imagine if that building had a heartbeat, the amount of people, the amount of things that they would have been able to inspire and empower out there. So that's what my business is all about. And that's what it means to me. Inspiring people to get out of their own way and be what their creative creators are to be because God called us all to be the light. He called us to be the salt of the earth. You know what I'm saying? Um, so God called us to be a light man. So why, why try to sit there and not bring somebody else out of their own darkness or out of darkness period, you know. So that's what my business means to me is inspiring people to be what their creator created them to be, despite what anybody has to say, despite you know, what what people may think about you at the end of the day. You doing what you gotta do. You're different. Hashtag I'm different. You know, I like and I tell you this all the time is a great example. Uh, you can have a whole list statement and then say hashtag I'm different. And that's what I want to be. You know, like, uh, I, I could and go to church on Sunday, hashtag I'm here. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> some people, you know, don't take a bath every day. Hashtag I'm here. You know, hey, that's not my ministry. It is you know? what it is. Yeah, that's not my ministry, you know, but, you know, I, I, I feel free with them on this. But, hey, they different. You know, they different. I, I appreciate it. I, you know, at least they are. You know, a lot of people, people don't brush their teeth every day. Hashtag they did. 
you know, <laughs> even I put on deodorant, you know, hashtag they do, you know, keep a loud time, hashtag they, so that's the main reason, although I'm kind of, I'm being funny about it, but it, that's the main reason why uh, I created the brand, so you, it can be able to cater to you as much as possible, um, and that's what it means to me, it's, it, it's, it's catering to me, you know, I don't have to sit there and explain anything of what I do at all, because I'm different. I don't have to explain anything to you because that is my, that is how God has created me. That's how I think all this stuff. And it's okay for me to think this way. It's okay for me to have my own opinions. It's okay for me to um, be able to move around and do whatever I have to do because I'm different. So, yeah. That's right. And I agree with you wholeheartedly. I, I truly do. Nothing wrong with being different. Nothing wrong with being unique. Nothing wrong with being eclectic. It's, there's nothing wrong with no, any of those things. Yeah. That's your cup of tea. Sip on it. Nah, you know, mm. my thing. That, that's just how I. That's how I was raised. We were all raised to be different. We were all raised to learn how to love ourselves before we can love anybody else. And that was one of the things my husband um, told me when I first met him. He said, "Before I can love you, you have to learn how to love yourself." Mm. I'm like, you know what? As much as I hate you right now, I'm a people. <laughs> you right about it? Might be a people. So, you know, it, I mean, number, I, I look at it like this. We, If we were born to be the same, God would have made us all the same way. Shape, we'd have looked the same. Color would not be an issue. All of it would be the same. But that's not the way he made us. He made us all to be different. And we are all different for a reason. Yeah. All right, so I got two more questions left for you. What is okay. the piece of advice you have ever received? Advice that I ever received. Yeah, what is the big, what is the, excuse me, what is the best piece of advice you have ever received? I think I'm right. I, I said it wrong. Oh, yeah. I, I, um, the best advice that I've ever received ever is get out my own way. <laughs> but that is true because we are always in our own way. Get out of your way. Get out of your own way. Like, and, and, uh, God has told me that too. And he told me, he was like, get out of your own way. Because we were having a regular conversation. I was like, man, I don't think about this. Get out of your own way, dude. Like, you, you're doing so much. You know, get out of your own way. And so I said, okay, cool. But that's the best advice I've ever received is get out of your own way. I think that's the greatest advice I have heard anybody say, just to get out of their own way. Because it's something that a lot of us don't do, especially when it comes to our business. Yes. We slow ourselves down. We stop ourselves. And a lot of it is if we were to stop comparing ourselves to other people that are in our industry doing the same, some of the things that we are doing, we would be better off. Yeah. We too busy over here comparing ourselves to John Doe, Dick Perry, Bobby Sue, Christy Sue, all uh, everybody else. Get a word of what it is. Like they always say, your your day one is. You can't compare your day one to someone day's one hundred. So, yeah. But yet we do it all the time, and I think that's just human nature. It's yeah. It's human nature. Instead of us competing, we need to be looking at it as being an ideal goal to reach. Some of us don't make it to day 100 in our businesses. Better than 100 in our own daily lives. So, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. That's a great piece of advice. Oh, and then, too, also another best piece of advice was learn how to be more selfish. 
learned that from my um from my second oldest brother. Um, and he told me this because I was always talking to uh, you know, the Bible says, you know, um, it's better for you to be the lender, not the borrower, and all that stuff. So people right. thought that I, you know, well, people thought that I was making all this money and all that other stuff. Um, and so they just felt the need that they were gonna call me asking for money each and every time they got a chance to. You know, so it was a long range of it was five to five minutes. Let me go ahead and call break if I can go ahead and get uh fifty five dollars from my dad. I don't know how they had that operating, but you know, um <laughs> I don't know how they you know, I don't know how they how they being operated. But he, he told me he was like, Man, you need to start learning how to be more selfish. Um, because once you become more selfish with your with your stuff, um it would allow you to be able to use discernment and not use just Oh, you asked me for something, it's automatic. You know what I'm saying? You will you will allow you to sit there and think about it and actually go to God uh about it. Like, is this a blessing or like what is this? Like what am I is this a blessing opportunity or is this like the opportunity that I'm just doing it because I was lacking something from a child? You know what I'm saying? Right. So and that's and that's when I learned that I learned it about myself. Um I was always giving and I was always, you know, making sure that everybody else was good and all that other stuff because I was lacking that growing up. You know what I'm saying? I was lacking the the, the confirmation growing up and all that other stuff. So I was trying to make sure that everybody else was confirmed that they were good, even if it set me short. And so at the end of the day, my household and my, my stuff wasn't getting taken care of. I had to sacrifice in places that I didn't even sacrifice in at all because I was trying to help everybody else. So that was another big advice thing that he gave me. It just, it clicked too. And I was like, oh, child, thank you for this. Because now I'm able to go to God and be like, okay, why did not send this for Woo, let me see, Lord. And sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes it's crazy, though, that um, people don't even have to ask me now, like, not sometimes now, you don't even have to ask me. I'd be like, oh, it was just lit in my heart to give you this or whatever, or bless you with a shirt or bless you with something like that. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, it's, I'm always going to be a given person, but now I'm able to sit there and think and use spiritual discernment when it comes to that. So, I won't end up putting myself in a big old rabbit hole and being on the guy like, God, what happened? Like, man, you should have asked me first when you did it. So, you know, that's another uh, piece of advice. Twitter is Bray underscore 
um, no, bless underscore break four. And uh, yeah, that's how you able to reach me. And I will definitely be giving that uh, give that information to you as well, uh, so that you can be able to put it in the uh, comments. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it because I'm like, that is so many names, Jesus. Like, how are we gonna get this? Right. <laughs> <laughs> going I do have closing remarks because I always give my closing remarks on how I feel and and whatnot all right you're different and that is a beautiful thing but you were born to be unique and you don't need to be anyone else but yourself you have your own style your own sense of humor and your own way of doing things you're special and you deserve to know that is okay it's easy to feel like we need to be like everyone else in order to fit in or be accepted by others. But the truth is that being different is one of the most incredible things about being human. And if you start trying to be someone else, you'll never be able to find out who you are meant to be. Like I said before, I don't think like everyone else, I don't talk like everyone else, and I don't look like everyone else. And that's exactly why I love myself so much. Because in a world of conformity, I'm able to stand out as an individual. But don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about being different just for the sake of being different. That's not how all this works. Being different means having your own thoughts, feelings, and opinions. And being able to express them openly without fear of being judged or criticized by others. Being different is something to celebrate. We should embrace each other's differences because they make us stronger as a society. They make us more tolerant and accepting of one another when we learn how to understand each other better than before through communication, which is key. And most importantly, when you're different from someone else, you're never alone. There are other people out there who feel the same way as you do about certain things, whether it be politics or religion or even fashion sense. And those are just a few examples. So embrace who you are and be proud of it. Allow yourself to explore all of the wonderful facets that make up you, the good ones and the bad ones. Because when people see how much fun you are having with who you are right now, they'll want a piece of that too. So those are my closing remarks for today's episode. Again, Brayden, I thank you so much for stopping by and being my guest host on Cobo is a Crush. I, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. So so appreciate you as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you again, y'all. I I had it was such an honor to be here. It's nice meeting all you uh, all you guys, man. And I hope that I was able to say something that inspired you 
um, and I hope that I was um, able to um, help you be able to jump over that hurdle so you can be different and so that you can be okay with being who uh, who your creator created to be. So I'm excited. I, I can't wait to see what uh, what God has for you in your life. And yeah, man, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm super excited about it. Thank you so much for the opportunity once again. Absolutely. Thank you so much again, Andrew. And um, before we close out, we always do a prayer at the end. So if you would like to lead us in prayer, you're more than welcome to do so. Or if you would like to also lead, um, it's, it's up to you how you want to go. Dear God, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you so much for allowing us to have this opportunity to have with you. God, we thank, that, uh, we thank you so much for the opportunities that you give us each and every day to inspire your people. And we thank you so much for allowing us to be able to say yes at the end of the day. We thank you so much for grace, favor, and mercy that you grant us. Um, and you don't have to do it, dear God. Thank you so much for knocking on our doors each and every morning that we wake up uh, so that we can be able to start a new day and so that we can live our purpose that you have set for us, dear God. Allow us to be able to continue to be that light to this world that you call us to be. Allow us to, allow us to be able to be different um, and be okay with um, embracing it, dear God, because God, you called me to be different first so I can be inspired other people. So um, I thank you so much for that opportunity. I thank you so much for the privilege of being able to do that, dear God. Right now, I cover each and every entrepreneur, dear God, that is listening um, under my voice, dear God. I, I also cover each and every person that's listening in general, dear God, that's, that's questioning what they're supposed to be doing, dear God. I cover them right now. I ask that you uh, send angels to them, dear God. God, if they're asking you questions, dear God, I ask that you allow them to be able to lead, uh, lead them to the right way um, and offer them to be able to get answers, dear God. And we thank you so much for this time. We thank you so much for uh, the platform, dear God. We thank you so much for our lovely host, dear God. We ask that you continue to bless her and also her family. Watch over each and every person, dear God, that is listening. And also, we uh, just thank you so much for the opportunity once again, dear God, to inspire your people and offer us to lead them to you. We thank you so much for um, each and every day that we live. In Jesus' name that I do pray. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Again, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Coro is a Crush with the Expand Your Empire series. Tune in on next Wednesday where it will just be me. I don't have any guest hosts this time, and we're actually going to wrap up Black History Month. And the title of next week's episode will be Do the Work do the work i will go more into detail about why i chose this topic and why i think it would be beneficial to wrap up black history month by saying do the work thank you so much Braden, for joining me on this episode again it has been a pleasure it is always great times just to do this podcast for y'all every single week day and you know weekend and week out and I just want to thank y'all so much for being here with me. Um, next month, we will be featuring the Just Women series. The Just Women series will be coming back next month for the month of March. March is National Women's History Month. So we will have nothing but women on the platform every single Wednesday, giving it to you at 12 noon Eastern, um, 9 a.m. Pacific time. You know how we do it here at Coral is a Crush. Thank you so much again. This is your girl, Nick Austin, and I am signing off. Peace and be blessed. Hey, hey, it's Nick Austin here, the host of Cobra is a Crush, where we talk about fashion, beauty, and faith while remaining true to ourselves. Every episode, 
I talked to someone who's trying to make a change for themselves or their community and learn about how they've made big or small improvements in their lives. I'll also chat about what's going on in the world that might be holding us back from being our best selves. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor for the Coro is a Crush podcast, please reach out to Coro Crush Podcast at gmail.com. Check out our new advertising opportunities now available on our website at www.shopcoro.com. Book your ads by today and let me do the rest. I love to hear from you.